Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... Jumpman! Oh, Hold on to your butts. That's right, we're back and we are totally not black. <laughs> Maybe black and bruised. But, dude, so, welcome to Christmas season. Uh, uh, apparently, like, uh, once Halloween is over, it's it's just like, it's on. Yes. You know, it's like, we, we complain in October enough that, like, you know, I haven't been in, like, a major retailer in October, because mm-hmm. uh, New York City doesn't allow them, but, um, yeah, now it's like, now it's just like every single store on the planet is blasting Christmas music, and I just can't stop thinking about gifts. Yeah, the second that Freddie and Jason and Michael Myers are killed and put <laughs> away right. back in the closet... Uh, Christmas, yeah. Some of the radio stations down here have switched to all Christmas already. Oh my, oh, what? This who, Christmas. Who listens to Christmas music all the time? Not me. Like, in November. No, that sounds like some kind of, like, torture the military would do to people. Exactly. Like, play Britney Spears all day in Abu Ghraib or Christmas music. Your oh, choice. I would go with Britney Spears. She's not me that too. bad. But, I, you know, that's just what it is, so. Yeah, dude. Do well, we'll do it. Well, I've been looking at. Well, it was like I was trying to Google right before we started. I was like, "All right, all right, Google uh, deals Black Friday," because everybody's like, "All these leaks, quote unquote, for uh, Black Friday deals are coming yeah, out." Right. You know, leaks. Uh, but then I was like, "Oh, maybe I'll just switch to Cyber Monday and look for that. Look for that. Sure, whatever." Uh, but God, it's like uh, I'm bouncing around from like one thing to the next. I just can't find what I'm looking for. So finally, um, <laughs> they don't sell over oversized sex toys. What on, online? <laughs> yeah, but there's never a deal on dragon dildos. You know what I'm saying? It's like give me give me a break, guys. Yeah. I mean, some, so sometimes you want a two handed two handed. <laughs> you want a two handed. <laughs> anyway, um, so I thought a better comparison of what you should be looking out for um, this Christmas season is the comparison between the two consoles that are launching uh, this month. Oh, so, and you know what? L- let me first say that I'm, I'm always depressed when a new console comes out. Why is that? Because I like having the most current one. Mm, mm-hmm. And so, you know, I have an Xbox 360, and so I, I like having the most current technology out there. And when the new stuff comes out, you know, I don't have it, obviously. It takes a while to get it. And mm-hmm. then even even if I wasn't planning on playing it right away or anything like that, I'm just like... Technically, my product is inferior. <laughs> you know, Xbox inferior, Xbox One superior. Exactly. It's like uh, when I was in college. Uh, you know, I was dating this uh, chick in my sophomore year, and she was good looking. And then came back for junior year, <laughs> and there was all these hot freshmen. And like me and like four of my friends, we all dumped our girlfriends. <laughs> on the Damn. first, that was that was Black Black Sunday, I guess, because we dumped all our girlfriends. <laughs> As soon as the day we got back, when we saw all the new incoming, uh, today's oh my and God. Uh, well, except except my one friend who uh, had sex with his girlfriend one last time and then dumped her Monday morning. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. I mean, to, to to be fair, that is smarter. Yeah, it was, it was, because the, but no, we just we all like broke up with the girlfriends and then we all went to like the you know the, the parties that night and stuff. So, but that oh, wait, was wait, that wait. was the same thing, you know. The new console came out. <laughs> I've got the old console. I've I've already ridden that one hard. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's already kind of busting up a little bit. It doesn't work as good as it used to. It takes a little right. while to turn it on. You, you've seen you've seen the depths of, uh, of of what it had to offer. Yeah, it's it's a little nicked up, you know. And I see these newer models coming out, you know, with faster processors. And uh, I was like, fuck, you know, I want to play that now, but I'm stuck with this one. So unfortunately, it was much easier in college to upgrade. Now I can't just dump my Xbox 360. I can't just go out and buy the Xbox One. <laughs> so uh, you know, I'm a little jealous. There could be some nice new tits, and I don't but- get to play with them yet. <laughs> I wonder. I, I I wonder if everybody that got dumped in college, uh, like like had the same idea. Was just like, oh man, seriously, we're breaking up. Oh jeez, and then went to like sorority parties to pick up like the hot new freshman boys yeah man it was awesome anyway so so coming out this month you got the x-bone the xbox one and the ps4 mm-hmm. and kind of hiding in the corner saying guys guys remember me is is the wii u yes which which our brother owns and oh, really? uh well no he doesn't own it he bought it for his girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> so i guess he technically owns it he's like uh-huh. hey here's this gift that you probably won't play but i love so you're welcome <laughs> Damn. Oh, I see that's that's harsh, dude. It's like, all right, all right. You can you can like not know exactly what to get somebody for like the holiday season for like their birthday whatever, but like that's just like terrible is to like to give a gift that you yourself actually wanted. Oh yeah, it's like back for uh <laughs> Christmas a long time ago when I decided to put all my money together and buy you and our other brother and our sister won Christmas present, and it was NHL 95 for the Sega. <laughs> <laughs> the game I wanted no more than anything else. It's like, Merry Christmas. So when do we start playing? <laughs> well, that's like, well, I mean, the, the, the depths of that are like, one, one year our brother bought everybody a single PS1 controller. He's like, here you go, everybody. Here it is. <laughs> yep. Uh, so anyway, so IGN yep. broke down. The, the comparison between the, the two new consoles. And I just mm-hmm. want to go over it. Because, you know, I'm a gamer. I'm thinking about it. Okay. Uh, so, PS4 versus Xbox One. The PS4, only $400. Oh, Xbox only One, 400 That sounds I, expensive. Uh, well, it's like if you compare it to the, the last uh, generation where it came out at, like, I think it was 500 Oh, Now, if you said $399, i am sold. But 400 Fuck that noise. All right, all right, so actually, it's three ninety nine. Ah, ninety nine. Uh, I could, I could maybe swing that. <laughs> right, three ninety nine sounds like oh, it's in the three hundred dollar price range. If you add a penny, it's four hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. So Xbox One, four ninety nine, ninety nine, uh, aka five hundred dollars plus tax. Ooh, yeah. So uh, the release dates: the PS4 comes out uh, this week, the fifteenth. Okay. And the Xbox comes out the next week, the twenty second. You always want to come out second. Really? Yeah, because you're the next new thing. Oh, that's true. So they're newer? Yeah, you want to come through the door and be like, ah, psh, that's old news. Listen mm-hmm. to us! <laughs> well, so the Xbox One is like twice the size uh, of the of the PS4. It's insane. It's like it's like the, the, the VCR of tomorrow. So the Xbox like, is the double Ds. Yes. All right, and the other one's like training bra. All right, I'm, I'm like an Xbox now. Exactly, but you know, uh, you know, for for somebody who lives in a tiny little apartment like me, you got to go small sometimes. Okay. So, so technically, they seem like so much the same machine. They both can play blue blue rage. Uh, they both can do a game DVR, which is you know like you play any game and it automatically records it for you, and then you can play it back and post it online, et cetera, et cetera. Awesome. They both have eight gigs of RAM. That's it. 
Yeah. Well, it's like oh, it's oh like, sorry, sorry, RAM, RAM, not memory. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. that's cool. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, I'm an idiot. The hard, the hard drive comes. The hard drive comes with 500 gigs right, of memory. Oh, no, right no, no, no terabyte. No. Boo. No, but it's like I don't know if there's like any any like I don't know. I'm, I'm sure there's like some tricks that they're pulling off. Recording all that video footage has to go somewhere. Yeah. So maybe 500 gigs is like it's like the four gigs. Of the old, of the last generation, you remember when like four gigs was like never enough? Yeah, I I, I think five hundred gigs is not going to be enough for anything because this next generation, like the PS4 and to a later degree the Xbox 360, was like, hey, you got a new game, awesome! Spend the next ten to twenty minutes installing it on your machine, yeah, and then you can play it. All right, so what else? So, so let's see, um, PS4, no external storage. Uh, blah blah blah. Graphics chips, teraflops. Um, on the Xbox One, you can have up to eight simultaneous controllers on one machine. Ooh, which is kind of like, uh, wh- why would you want to do that? Sports, duh. Oh, Sports. true. I guess if you're really into Madden or hockey or something, you could, you have, could have four like on four or hockey, two different teams, man. True, true. I mean, like, or like, how many people are allowed on one team onto the ice in hockey? Five. Plus a goalie would be six. Damn! So you could have like two people like waiting to get like switched in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, yeah, you're, it's not going to be a game that gets split screen eight ways. It's it's just going to be sports, I would think. It has to be. So, and then the the PS4 only four at once. Uh, if you had a guess, if which which of these uh, consoles is backwards compatible? Oh God! Please let it be Xbox. Uh, no, it's not. What? Are you fucking serious? Now I don't even have the current gold standard xbox console but my games can no longer be played on the xbox the new one nope nope so you have to rely on your crappy buggy red ringed 360 what the fuck i'm not getting a new one if i can't play my old games so i just i don't understand when people are like yo throw out all your old clothes you cannot match them up with the new (laughs) pair of jeans you got nope they do not go with the new jeans throw out all your old shirts and buy new shirts that's bullshit, man. I've got a lot of Xbox games I like. True, true. Plus, I mean, I'm like, still playing. I'm still playing Star Wars Battlefront uh, <laughs> from the original Xbox version on my 360 backwards compatible. Right. So now I definitely won't be able to play that on the Xbox One. Well, it's it's the same. Well, guess what? It's the same across the board. You can't play you can't play GameCube games on your Wii U. You uh, the PS4 is not backwards compatible either. Uh, the only thing that that works that came over is you could play regular Wii games on the Wii U. That's the only thing, and of course, like the 3DS doesn't play like um, uh, the 3DS still plays DS games. It doesn't play GBA games, but like you can bring back like uh, the new Pokemon game that just came out, Pokemon X and Y. You can play that on like the crummiest, oldest DS possible. Well, so, like all this just means is when the uh, Xbox One comes out. I'm just going to go buy an Xbox 360 and get a really good deal on it. <laughs> a new one. they got to have a new one floating around somewhere. Dude, get, well, yeah, I'll get well, it for like 100 bucks, mm-hmm. and I'll just play those games for a couple more years. Exactly. But, you know, there used to be this trick with the Dreamcast uh, with, like, piracy where you could check the serial numbers and, and figure out when it was made uh-huh. because the original run of Dreamcast, uh, you could easily pirate anything on it. Uh, I, there's going to have to be some kind of trick with the Xbox 360s because... The old one. Oh, you know, just buy yourself an Elite. You know, don't don't get the original run of Xboxes. The Elite and the Slim uh, came out later, 
were much better at not dying. Oh, okay. So, so oh, go for that. Good. Oh, it's giving me an Xbox Slim. That sounds good. That's what I was yeah. always going for girlfriends, too, so. <laughs> so. <laughs> I was like, I need the Slim edition, please. <laughs> it's right. It's like, uh, you know what? The Slim next to the old one makes the old one look kind of uh, old busted. Slim, but with a big hard drive. <laughs> so, um, Xbox, the Xbox One uh, comes with the with Connect 2.0. Don't care. Which just, which just like. Uh, Moving on. Wait, wait, no, no. Hey, Don't hey, care hey. about Connect games. Do Do you remember when everybody was like, "Oh my God, Wii is the future!" And look, it's like you're you're swinging the wand controller and like it's swinging it in the game. And then soon afterwards, after we were all wowed by the tech demo, we were like, "Wow, this doesn't translate well." I'm like waggling over here, and it's not like waggling. There's like a delay. Right. It's the same BS with the Connect. Like uh, one of the best games for it, the Gunstringer. Where you have like this uh, this uh, marionette uh, Western guy, awesome game. Uh, it's so apparent that the connect is just like a second after you. There's like a second of delay, which always just annoyed the crap out of me. Even like the simplest game, I was like, God, I'm gonna have to like jump a second before. Have they? Um, has the new connect been updated so it now recognizes black people? Uh, pro- I the, mean, the original connect, the original connect did not <laughs> accept black people. So. I don't know if you've gone that far, dude. No, pro- probably. I don't know, actually. Um, you just need to be well lit. That's the whole thing. Well, so that's re- kind of difficult sometimes if you're black. I so. understand that. You just do it against a white background, and uh. you'll be okay. <laughs> if you play with your white friends, it might accept you. It's it's hilarious like that. It also didn't recognize kids, hmm. which is kind of interesting. That, now, that so, I'm okay with. <laughs> so the new the new Connect Connect 2.0, it's just like when they upgraded the uh, the Wii controllers... Uh, there was like this kind of like attachment you could slap on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget exactly what it was called, but then after a while, like they just put that technology in all new Wii controllers, so it was like a one-to-one movement, like the PlayStation Move. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the Connect Two is actually like, God, it feels like they dumbed down the original Connect so that the next generation they'd be like, Oh my God, look, it's what you actually wanted in the last generation, except you know with all the damn delays are gone. Mm. Uh, so Connect Two Point Oh, it's included in the console purchase. Um, for a while, they were saying that you couldn't use the the console without the Connect, and they went back on that with everything. PlayStation camera sold separately. Okay, I don't care anymore. So, those two comparisons. Uh, I'm not even going to go into the Wii U specs. It, the Wii U has Mario Kart. Yeah, <laughs> that's it, baby. That, you know what? Wii U wins. I know. <laughs> like I said, I will not be getting a new console until... Star Wars Battlefront comes out. Right. Until then, don't bother me. I just want to play Mario Kart next February on a Wii U, and I'll just wait until Star Wars Battlefront comes out, and then we'll get that console. Word. And then that will be it. And that's the end. Well, you know, right now they have, uh, whatchamacallit, the new Mario game and the new Luigi version of that game are out on the Wii U right now, dude. Yeah, that sounds kind of cool. It's always a good time. Yeah, I'm just going to party it up for a little bit. So, that brings us to a new segment that I'm creating today called Video Game Court. (laughs) That was me doing a a, a Nintendo 64 gabble. (laughs) Does that sound like a... uh, Maybe that's more like original Nintendo gabble sound effect. There there you go. All right. 8-bit. Yeah. Just picture that was me gabbling something, like maybe a block. (laughs) Ew. That sounds naughty. Shut up. Um, So... I I gaveled your mother last night, Trebek. Yeah. So, I was thinking... Um, a lot of times when you have a, an awesome game that you love, 
eventually mm-hmm. a sequel comes out and a lot of times the sequel can be unfulfilling right. for different reasons and you might be fucking pissed at it and they hate it everyone hates on it so in our video game court series we're going to go back in time and choose some games and decide did it get a fair shake was it an actually an okay game and were we just prejudiced against it because of how good the previous game was so mm. i feel like a lot of times in the court of opinion when you're judging a sequel video game a lot of people out there you're basically quintessence. Right. You guys are quintessence from Transformers, the animated movie, and you play this new game, but all you can do is picture the old one, and you just bring the new game out, and you're like, <laughs> guilty or innocence. And then you, and, and it's not even the game's fault. And they're like, innocence. And they feed it to the Sharktacons. Mm. Even though the game was innocent, it wasn't his fault, you fucking quintessence out there, you haters, you just feed the game to the Sharktacons, and you rip it online. So... For, for our video game court series, we just pick one game, uh, and we're going to go back and just and decide, were you guys actual quintessons, or did it deserve to be killed? All right. Wow, that, 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 Eric, I, I must say, that is probably the best metaphor for today's video game haters. <laughs> and, like, and like ever, that's genius. Yeah, stop being a quintesson. <laughs> oh, my I, God. I just feel like sometimes they're out there, you know? They're innocent, and they still just fucking kill it. You know what? You know the the guy who always pronounced them uh, innocent too was like the smiley one. Yeah. Like the smiley face who was always like like it's total troll face. Yeah, exactly. Like, innocent. Yeah. This court is the mockery of justice. <laughs> um. So now I'm not saying that you know, and maybe the hate was deserved. And I feel like I already know which way we're gonna go on this one. But let's just start this off. Let's mm-hmm. give it a fair look. Twisted Metal Three. Oh. Now, Twisted Metal 2, in our opinions, one of the greatest games of all time. Right, we played this. We played it so hard that we we literally, like, wore the PS1 laser through the game, yeah. like, and destroyed it. Basically, like my sophomore in college girlfriend. So, <laughs> damn. <laughs> damn, what is it with you today? <laughs> what? Well, good times. Um, so, yeah, we love Twisted Metal 2 so much. It was so good. Like, the music, the uh, the graphics, the effects, and especially the, the endings. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, know, like the, it was ba- the endings were like motion comics. Yeah, it was the, it was the precursor to motion comics. Yeah. Like, it motion was great. comics it was, was cool. The, the, and the endings were very clever. Calypso was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And 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 the gameplay was freaking awesome. The levels were great. You know, like everything about it. And it was the first kind of vehicular combat game that we had played. So it was revolutionary. Yeah, and the AI for the most part was pretty good. Like it was it's a madhouse. When you're in there when there's like eight cars and you're in New York City and these cars are just fucking slaughtering people. Yeah. Like it's awesome. Like it was really good. And I, I forget how many levels there are, but if there were ten levels, let's say eight of them were awesome. Exactly. And maybe there was like two shitty ones. Well, I mean, I mean, and well, let's let's not forget you go from um, from one of the hardest levels, Holland, which mm-hmm. there's no place to hide. You're just all yeah. trapped in one box together, and straight to Antarctica, which is like the level gets uh, parts of the level like uh, fall off and go into the ocean. You can get mm-hmm. totally trapped on them until the level gets smaller and smaller and smaller. I mean, it's just genius. I wish me and you could play Swiss Metal Two right now. Like that's it, all I want to do right now is play Swiss Metal Two. If we if we had um, what you call it? If we were on PS3, we could probably do that. So, anyways, the hype, the anticipation for Twisted Metal Three was through the roof. Not right. just for me and you, but like you know, my friends were like pumped for it. Like we went, uh, we bought it the first day it came out. 
We turned it on. You hear Rob Zombie's got the soundtrack. He's got his mm-hmm. Dragula sound going on there. And, and, and then the graphics and the opening, they're, they're a little weird, a little cubed. Right. Yeah, you know, it's like, well, you know, whatever. And then when we got to the to the to level and they're like, All right, choose your racer and we're like, oh, okay, yeah. Club kid. Who the fuck is Club Kid? Flower power. What the fuck? And they're like, Oh, okay, and then you still recognize a couple of them and you're like, Alright, cool. And then you get to the level and uh I don't know. What did you think about the levels? The le- well, all right, I have a lot of feelings about Twisted Metal Three. <laughs> so, but, but we gotta be, we gotta try no bias here. All right, Your let's, Honor, let's forget about <laughs> Twisted Metal Two and just think of Three as a game, as if you never played Two. Like some kid, you just brought him in. Here's Twisted Metal Three, his first experience. You know, hang well, on, what are hang we on. thinking here? I, I have some, I have some evidence I'd like to present. Okay, so not only was Twisted Metal 3 one of the biggest letdowns in gaming history. Right. They they were a sequel ruiner. Yeah. They were bu- they were bought up by Sony specifically to make sequels to popular games. And they wound up taking each sequel, bringing it over to the bathtub and sticking its head underwater until it died. And th- and that is something we must say when you switch production houses between games, you know, there's usually a problem. Like it it can never come out as good. Yeah, they killed. They killed off. Let's see, uh, uh, Jet Jet Moto the series. They came out Jet Moto three, horrible. Twisted Metal three and four. Each one got worse. Uh, they did make Siphon Filter, but then there was Siphon Filter two. I mean, uh, Rally Cross two. Cool. They killed off Cool Borders. How could you? How could you mess up Cool Borders? But they did. Every mm-hmm. game that Nine Eight Nine Studios. It was like the LJN of uh, of the uh, the Nintendo uh, NES era. Uh-huh. Anything with LGN, the Angry Video Game Nerds always says, it's like the kiss of death. If you see the LGN logo on a Nintendo card, it's like you know it's like the worst game ever. Same mm. thing with uh, PS1 and 989 Studios. They they And they had like this little tag at the end of the commercials where it was like, 989 Studios. Sucks. And, oh, it's <laughs> terrible. It only lasted, it only lasted six years. And mm. then it, it came, it came back in like, I want to say like 2005. But, God, it had a really suck-ass history of right. killing off games. All Focus right. up here. Focus okay. up, man. Twisted Metal 3. We're just talking about Twisted Metal 3. Like, okay. what were you feeling about <sighs> gameplay, levels? Well, because, well, all right. Because the first thing that happened to me is, like, we played the first level, and we were like, oh, we're so amped. And then we're like, where the fuck are we? And I was like, I was having trouble finding my way around the level. And it's okay to not have a little bit of trouble in the beginning, like the in Twisted Metal 2 and, like, the New York level. It's, it's fun. Mm-hmm. But in this one... I felt like the uh, the point of view that you're looking at, the point of view was not as good, so it was easier to get lost, and it was harder to see things that were just right in front of your face. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I th- uh, they definitely started over from scratch. Yeah. So let me just see. But, but you know, but yeah, anytime you're driving, though, point of view is probably the most important thing to the success of a game. And if you are having trouble seeing shit, it's uh, not as fun. And you know. Y- uh, just like Twisted Metal 2, you could mess with the camera. Like, you can go uh, wider. Yeah. But um, there was... Yeah, the fir- I want to say, like, the first level really kind of set the tone in that um, it was kind of more abstract yeah. than the, uh, the, the Twisted Metal 2. Twisted Metal 2 was, like, first level, L.A. Yeah. During the apocalypse. And you're on, like, a, a bit of, like, ruined streets... And there's, like, buildings and people. It's, like, set... It's, like, grounded in reality, but during, like, a post-apocalyptic 
scenario. Well, this is, and, that's a good call, because, yeah, and then Twisted Metal 3, here's some fucking weird places that don't exist. Yeah, like, you're in the, um... Yeah, I think, the, I think the first one was in, like, the sewers or some kind of, like, underground thing. Yeah, it was there's, underground. Yeah, uh, and there's, like, a level set in, like, Washington, D.C., where there's, like, an alien invasion happening. Oh, like, that, that fucking alien invasion. Oh, my God, it fucking shoots you, and you got to get inside the secret panels. Oh, that was so terrible. It was, like, like yeah, like, there was a secret area you could go to, like, get inside a UFO for, like, a second, which is great for camping, I guess. But, like, the whole level just kind of felt, like, just empty. Mm. Um, you, I think you could blow up the White House, maybe. And that brings it up, too. Like, round and round levels sucked in that game. Like, they had a North Pole one that was just round and round. Either right. up top or down low. But it's, like... You know, you need you need squares. You need you need corners. You need places we can duck. When you go round and round, it's just just basically chasing your shadow, and there's nowhere to hide and stuff. And you're right; they had a bunch of levels like that. They had a couple of, like we had to launch through up in the middle to get shit and yeah. right. And you know, Twisted Metal Two had uh, Moscow, which I think it was the third. The no, I think it was the second level. And and it was just like this big circle mm-hmm. that, that was kind of like a skating uh, park, and that is just like this big, gigantic, um, like half a half a sphere. Right. Which uh, and it was, and that was the shittiest level. But it was also great because you could you could uh, on any point of the level you can kind of see where everybody else is. Yes. There's a bridge that goes through the top of the level, which is destructible, but it also has like great power ups. So there's this whole like um, risk versus reward thing of like, do I go up onto the bridge to try and get the awesome power ups, but everybody can see me, so I'm getting shot at? Or you know, you can go down below into the sphere parts. Uh, but there's places to hide, like around big cylinders, mm-hmm. and uh, you can totally outrun missiles down there just by like um, like taking the ramp. Or just just by like going up the side and like taking a couple quick quick turns. Right. It was always like a lot of deaths really quickly, mm-hmm. which is which is great for building into a game where you have like a big level like L.A. and then a quick level like Moscow because it's always fast. Right. And then you're on to like the next big one. Yeah. Whereas whereas sometimes in Twisted Metal Three, the 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 level the map was so weird it took you forever just to find people sometimes. Exactly, and you know they had a radar system just like in Twisted Metal Two. But it was like you relied on that like heavily. Like, where the hell is everybody? Like, like if you can't see anybody or mm-hmm. hear them or see a missile or anything in your game, you made the level too big. Yeah, and when when I would play two player with people, like it would take us forever just to find each other. It's like, exactly. where are you? I don't know. All right, I'm in this thing. I was just on this platform and suddenly <laughs> raised me up. Oh shit! Well, where is it? I don't know. I found an accident. I can barely see where I'm going. And yeah, exactly. And like there was. Do you remember one of the last levels? There's, like, a desert level where you're in, like, the pyramids. Mm-hmm. And that was, like, one of the worst offenders. Because if you're outside in the desert, okay, that's terrible. If you're inside, then it's way too confined. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just bad. And uh, whatchamacallit. I mean, there were... there. I, I also felt like the game didn't really know what its, like, tone wanted to be. Like, at some points, it was really, like, weird and wacky. Like, yeah. you could destroy... I'm pretty sure you could destroy Santa Claus's workshop. Yes, yep. And Big Ben and stuff, uh, but it wasn't as epic as destroying the Eiffel Tower in Twisted Metal Two. Yeah, and then I think the the final part was when you when you did win, you got to your ending. You're like, all right, I'm ready for this motion comic. You know, see what happens and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just terrible CG rendering of your car, and that's it. Your car. You do not get out of the car. You do not see the character. Calypso just talks to your vehicle. 
Yeah. And sentence your vehicle to death. So you don't see get the characters come out and stuff like, you know, like before, which is really awesome. He just talks to your car and he had like really terrible goof endings to them. It was it was it was just terrible. I mean the the characters and the writing were god awful. And it was just that was like the biggest letdown was like every single story in Twisted Metal Two was really thought out and every character really stood out. Mm-hmm. You know? But you got like joke <sighs> seemingly joke characters in Twisted Metal Three like um like Club, like, club like, Kid. Every single one. Club well, Kid club and Flower Power. <laughs> club Kid's like the and Flower Power are the worst because they're terrible characters with terrible cars who have terrible special moves. Yeah. All of it's bad. The whole uh, series, it seemed like somebody boiled down the series into like the stew and was like, okay, all right, uh, just put them somewhere around the world. Sweet Tooth is awesome and everybody gets screwed in the end. Go. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um,. And unfortunately, as awesome as Dragula by Rob Zombie sounded when you started the game, when you heard it 50 times back to back to back in the same darn level, got kind of old. Let, let's talk about the final level, because that's where, that's where the game goes from like terrible to like unplayable. So the last level is inside a blimp. Right. Which is not great, because it's like there's, there's way too much stuff. Like um, if it was like, like a Counter-Strike level, you know, like a first-person shooter level would be great because mm-hmm. there's all these things to hide behind and all these like ramps and secret rooms to hide in. But then imagine you're a car with tank controls. It's really hard to maneuver. Mm-hmm. And if somebody is shooting you from like uh, the side or behind, you're basically dead because yep. there's no way you can get out of like certain situations. And unbeknownst to anybody, and for like the first in the series, and they don't, they give you like a hint in the um in the manual, but all the cars come back to life after you kill them in the final level. Right. They, they randomly respawn until you, uh, you fight your way to these three hard-to-find switches. Once you've clicked all these switches, like fought and killed people to get to these switches, uh, then you can kill everybody else. Yep. Then and only then does the final battle start, which is like, all right, so in the final battle, or excuse me, uh, the final level with the blimp, you're listening to Rob Zombie's Dracula. Yeah. Which is like, okay, fine. Then the final battle starts, and they replay Dracula. Yeah. So it's like, I, at the time I played it, I thought it was like a glitch. I was like, wait a second, where's the final battle music? They're just playing the same music as before. And the final boss was terrible. Yeah. It was a freaking dune buggy. Yeah. <laughs> it was a it was like the dune buggy from hell and it's like and they're playing dragula again and you're and it's like the same exact level and the boss was really cheap and the only way he's like overpowered but but he didn't really have any kind of like things that stood out he mm-hmm. was just using like regular attacks in twisted metal 2 you had dark tooth who was like the size of a giant building coming after you with like all these insane moves that would just destroy you if you got hit so you had to be really smart to take him out yeah, so in the end, the Quintessons were right. Just reevaluating this, it was very hard God. to come up with really anything good. Now, to their credit, Twisted Metal Black came out eventually and ruled, and then Twisted Metal came out a year and a half ago and was also awesome. But Twisted Metal 3 set the franchise back by 10 years. <laughs> it, you know, it basically killed off the franchise because after Twisted Metal 3, I lost all interest, even though I played the hell out of it because I was still excited about Twisted Metal 2. And yeah. It was like a Star Wars prequels, you know? 
Like, you went and saw the first Star Wars prequel. You're like, uh, you know, no, no, it was good. It was good, right? Twisted yeah, Metal. Yeah. yeah, and then slowly but surely you start realizing, oh, my God, this is actually crap. Yeah, we didn't play it for very long, and then we just went back to Twisted Metal 2. <laughs> no, in fact, one of the best glitches of all time happened when our sister was playing, uh, and she beat the game with somebody, and for whatever reason, because I didn't beat the game with many people, uh, unlike Twisted Metal 2, it beat it with everybody, but for whatever reason, uh, the endings just started playing one after another. Ah. So she beat it with one character, and we just sat there and watched all the endings. Yeah. And they were all god-awful, and one of them was kind of actually a little racist. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Thumper, who's like the one black character in the game, um, drives well, I mean, like this... Axel's black. Yeah, but he didn't return for Twisted Metal. 3. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, so, so Thumper plays in like the souped-up Cadillac, who mm-hmm. in the Twisted Metal Two uh, blows out this like flamethrower at the front, mm-hmm. and it's super cheap. So where if you froze somebody with a freeze attack and then hit him with this special weapon, instant death. Hell yeah! It, if you did it correctly. So number two, uh, they, God. So, or excuse me, number three, Twisted Metal Three. You gave him, like, this sound uh, blast attack, mm-hmm. uh, which was terrible. Yeah. Awful, because what it did was, like, it was a sound blast that came out of the front of your car, sending other cars uh, in front of you flying. So instead of standing there and getting damaged by your sound blast attack, they instantly just fly away. Right. So yeah. it's great for, like, levels that, you know, you could fall off of, but that's it. It was just, like, the worst attack possible. So mm-hmm. in the end... Calypso comes out, and I'll never forget this because I've beat it with this guy. Calypso comes out, and he's like, Oh, Thumper, so your wish is to hang with your homies? Okay. I'm like, what? what, what the, that's his wish? His wish is to hang with his homies? That, I, I guess they were what? just like, all right, we need, we need, we need him to say something to... Uh, you know, because he he's, he always takes your wish and he flips it on you. They're like, "How can we flip his wish?" They're like, "Well, let's let's hang him." <laughs> hey, uh, dude, it was like you you're gonna lynch the one black character <laughs> yeah. in your game, and and all right. So outside of like the worst wish of all time, it's not a wish for like power or money or fame or to get out of a dream like Twisted Metal Two, like all great wishes. Uh, no, it's to hang with his homies, and so uh, and so he's he's reduced to a shrunken head. That hangs with some other shrunken heads on um, on a rearview mirror on a car. Nice with Beetlejuice. And, and yeah, and and, and uh, Calypso kind of cackles, and that was it. And yeah. at the time, I, I must have been like seventeen. I was like, was that racist? Did I just see something that was <laughs> like? Did they seriously? Did did they just do that? I better check with Rob Paulson. I know. <laughs> All right. Well. I want to do video game court with you again sometime, but I also don't want to just rant for twenty minutes either. So I mean, I could go. I could no, go. No, stop. Baby. No, we don't want to go. We don't want to turn into the the rant show. I know. But uh, so yes, this this game was uh, did suck. It was declared guilty. Sorry, the Quintessons are right. But uh, next time I'll have a different example and uh, maybe I need, uh, maybe we'll I need wrong. a gavel. Hang on, hang. On, I got a oh. gavel. Guilty. Get out of my court. I liked guilty. my I liked my Nintendo one better. Eight bit. <laughs> That's the eight bit gavel. <laughs> okay. Boom. But speaking of, we did we did bring up Beetlejuice. Uh, speaking of Beetlejuice, they are now working on Beetlejuice two. Beetlejuice two, the sequel that the suits wanted and nobody else cared about. No, supposedly Tim Burton and Michael Keaton are on board. But that's dude. It's like the Harrison Ford of sequels. Like you know, once they get old enough, then Michael Keaton's like, ah, screw it. Ah, I liked Beetlejuice. Uh, 
I don't care anymore. Let's do it. It's it's just like Bill Murray saying, "Oh, Ghostbusters three. Who cares? Yippee!" Well, I think Bill Murray like lost, finally lost the rights or something. So I think I still don't think he wants to be part of it. It's just Dan Aykroyd. In fact, I just saw a rumor that they're trying to cast Emma Stone and Jonah Hill in it, which would be awesome. But well, anyways, both, both things I don't care. Well, anyways, Beetlejuice two. Um, I just think that somewhere Johnny Depp is crying that he's not going to be Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> you but, never know, but dude. Tim Burton, you always put me in your movies. What am I gonna do? He's like, sorry, there's room for my living girlfriend, who uh, <laughs> <laughs> he still makes audition. <laughs> yeah, wh- what's her name again? Um, Helena Bottom Carter Burton. Yes. So here's what's here's what's gonna happen. She's gonna take uh, the place of of Gina Davis. Right. She's be gonna be ghost. Lydia Dietz. She's gonna be Lydia. Um, <laughs> wait, was her name Lydia? Yeah, Lydia. I thought Lydia was Winona Ryder's character. Oh, excuse me. I, I thought that's what you meant. No, no. Gina Davis was the ghost. Her and Alec Baldwin were the ghosts. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, luckily, Alec Baldwin will not be able to be in this movie because ghosts don't get morbus, morbidly obese. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and Alec Baldwin, if you go back and watch uh, Beetlejuice, I mean, Alec Baldwin's put on a good buck fifty. Wow. Since Beetlejuice. So he can't be in it, thank goodness. But uh, Michael Keaton and Tim Burton's going to direct it. So I don't know. It's like... Well, um, you could have Winona Ryder on it as like the grown-up Lydia. That's what I was thinking. Was like, all right, so so Beetlejuice, uh, Michael Keaton's obviously way older for no reason. Uh, nah, so you, you, you might as well just age everybody else too. You won't be able to tell Michael Keaton's older because you'll just put the Beetlejuice outfit on him. I mean, he's got the wig, he's got the paint, and he had a fake gut in the movie. So I think you you can hide his age. I don't I don't think so, man. It's good. It's like you know, ten years uh, on a human being does a lot to their voice and to just like things and you know he's like experienced a lot more i mean did you see multiplicity yeah it's actually okay (laughs) but like but he was just very different than like you know like the 10 or 15 years i'm just saying look at the latest tron movie when they melt the 30 years of age off of the dude's face it was so fake yeah it was like it was like matrix revolutions fake i'm just saying you could do it so anyway so yeah, so Beetlejuice 2 it might be coming out. But I'm more excited about this movie news. What's that? Now, we talked about how 2015 is going to be the year of the blockbuster. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to come up with an Independence Day sequel called Independence Day Forever. God. Now, they brought back the director, Roland Emmerich, uh-huh. uh, who likes to blow shit up. Right. He says he's currently making writing two scripts for just this one movie. <laughs> one they script, pick, like the good one. Yeah, yeah, no, no. One script has Will Smith in it, and one script does not have Will Smith in it. Wow. So he's writing two movies based on whether Will Smith is going to be a uh, sign on. So wait, so wait, so so, so Will Smith's character, Will Smith's character, will or will not say like callbacks from the first movie, like "Welcome to Earth." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again. Yeah, so like they're not sure if Will Smith wants to sign on. Uh, I don't know what he's taking sweet ass time with because his last couple movies have not been good after Earth. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, so they're they're just like, well, we're not sure if he's going to do it, so we're going to write two scripts, one with his character, one without. And so my question to you is, which script do you think will be better? Uh, do you think one- it would be better with mm-hmm. Will Smith or uh, better without him? Nah, see, well, the whole the whole first Independence Day is all about Jeff Goldblum and Will Smith's character. You know, it's, which is very interesting. You have, like, the nerdy science guy and, like, the wannabe astronaut warrior man. And together, only when they're, like, united do they take out the aliens. Right. Like, that's that's what the movie's really about. So, and, and we saw their arcs. We saw, like, 
you know, like we saw Jeff Goldblum's character, like, you know, like he's smoking a cigar. He's like, you know, he's calmed down a lot towards the end of the movie. You know, his father is re-accepting of his own religion. And like Will Smith's character's family, like, uh, you know, is, is like together and he's like happy in the very end. Uh, we don't need to see those characters go on another adventure. Bring on some new characters. You know, what, what about the dog? What about the dog who ran from the explosion in the L.A. tunnel, man? Don't care. Do you remember that? The dog is like super dog, like running from the explosion and <laughs> just makes it in time. I mean, that was like cinema history right there. Yeah, I think that the aliens should come back and they should bring back Randy Quaid and Harry Connick Jr. from the dead. Mm. I mean, Harry Connick was Will Smith's fighter jet buddy who died. <laughs> and then Randy Quaid obviously went up the alien ship's poop hole at the end and died. Wouldn't it be awesome if they cloned them, a.k.a. how they did in, in the Tom Cruise movie uh, this year and just had them come back and fight them? I mean, why don't they do, like, whatchamacallit, like, like Terminator Salvation and have them come back as, like, robots? Don't you fucking quote Terminator <laughs> Salvation. The movie never happened. You hear me? Never happened. Terminator 5 casting rumors are flying around. Yeah, but I heard that Arnold is going to be in it, and he's still going to be a Terminator. God. Like, at first I was like, oh, Arnold's going to be in it. Maybe he's a man, and then they pattern him and turn, you know, they they pattern him, they pattern the robots (laughs) after him. So, you know, because, like, you know, what if the robots were based on real people? So I was like, well, maybe that could work. But no, he's going to be a machine. They're going to find him at the Salvation Army. (laughs) they're like here here's a robot that barely works and his face looks like a sack of potatoes yeah oh mission parameters (laughs) Uh, (laughs) like so i don't know how they're gonna do that i mean it's kind of bumming me out but uh yeah I've, i've i've got a quick thunder dump for you okay so i i skimmed did not watch i skimmed through the old 90s fantastic four movie the one that never came out yeah 1994. The trailer looked good. The trailer makes garbage look decent. <laughs> oh, come on, come on. You gotta, like, I mean, the thing looked awesome in it. The Obviously, looked like... he looked cool, but didn't he look cool? It was, it, you know, it was what I thought they would do with the thing. The 1994 Fantastic Four. Yes. I... So the. There, there, there are several things like that looked okay. I was like, "Wow, hey, it looks like they have Doom bots." Doom is wearing his costume from the comics in in the movie, and he's like cackling. And Do- he's behind the yeah. mask, they're not showing his face. Yeah, Doctor Doom looked fucking awesome, man. Like I liked the Doctor Doom costume in the '94 movie more than I did the uh, 2000s. No, exactly. And cooler. they have the classic, the classic um, Fantastic Four outfits: the blue with like the white belts and like the uh, the white. The white, like, collar. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that was, like, really terrible was when Mr. Fantastic stretches his arm, someone just took, like, a, a boom mic and just put an arm on it. <laughs> and it just goes, wee, out of the shot, into the shot with this big hand, this big hand pull. Yes. I mean, so obviously that part sucked. Um, but I don't know. Like, I, I was saying, like, I wish we should watch it Mystery Science Theater style and just have a blast with it. Ab- absolutely. But I, I will say, so I, so I skimmed it because I started watching it. Uh, like the beginning, I was like, God, I, I, I cannot stand this movie. It's just terrible. But they, they made it for like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marvel refused to release it, and it was, or wh- whatever the studios was, refused to release it, and they basically uh, made it so they wouldn't lose the rights to, uh, to the characters. Right. Like, so they could keep making movies in the future so the contract did not run out. Mm-hmm. 
But so I, I started skimming it and I saw there are, there are a lot of similarities between this movie and the eventual one to come out with Jessica Alba as uh, Invisible uh, Woman. So hot! So hot. So it starts out with uh, Reed Richards and Doctor Doom working on a science project together. Mm-hmm. These, these are the similarities. Then it goes awry and Doom gets shot uh, by lightning. Um, then in like kind of like a twist, the Fantastic Four get sent up into outer space and Doctor Doom kind of sabotages their mission. Uh, mm-hmm. So the spaceship blows up. And they come back down to Earth, and about like the 35-minute marker, they're all like discovering their powers, uh, which leads to hilarity. Uh, but Johnny Storm never goes full-on Human Torch until the very end of the movie. It's very low budget. Where like, do you remember like before, before CGI, like Disney Imagineers would like draw on top of like film cells in order to make like electricity happen? Yeah, they totally did that with like his hand like bursting into flame and stuff it's like clearly like somebody in ms paint just like drawing like orange over his hand like (laughs) so the fantastic four god there's this whole subplot about like these maybe it's the morlocks i'm not sure like these homeless ugly dudes living underneath the city and the thing goes to like join up with them at some point i i didn't actually understand what doom was doing but uh, but like at the very end of the movie very end like an hour 20 into this piece of crap the Fantastic Four finally utilize all their powers mm. which is uh, Mr. Fantastic makes his foot stretch <laughs> yeah the invisible girl turns invisible and these two doom bobs uh, two doom henchmen they're not robots uh, smack into each other classic uh, children's I mean like Saturday morning cartoons the thing punches a couple dudes and says it's clobbering time and then the human torch turns into this CGI monstrosity and flies up into outer space and zaps a laser with his with his torch with his, with his flaming torch power out in outer space where there is no oxygen yeah uh, and and Reed Richards says to doom as he's punching him in the in the mask <laughs> he's like this is for this is for hurting my family bah! this is for me bah! and this is for being such a jerk yeah, and this is for, this is hurting me more than it's hurting you. I know. Because <laughs> you this have a metal for, mask. <laughs> this is for Falcon. This <laughs> is for Duke. <laughs> this is for the United States of America. Uh, but it is, it's it's really as repulsive as everybody made it out to be. And those, and those uh, neckbeards who all said when the first Fantastic Four movie finally came out that this movie was better than that. Shame on you. Shame on everybody who said it was better. You are incorrect. Yeah, suck it, Quintessons. It's horrible. You Quintessons, you were lying. Yeah. Or you just have terrible taste, one of the or both. Well, here's something that people would accuse me of having terrible taste. I'm pumped to find out that the movie Dust Till Dawn, one of my favorite movies of all time, is being turned into a TV show. Really? Yeah. Boom. And they're going to take Quentin Tarantino and George Clooney's characters and recast them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Titty Twister Bar, Vampires. I'm excited. So, Robert so Rodriguez is doing this. He didn't just give the project to someone else. So, he is. Oh. It's, he's exec producing some part of it. So, well, he, he, he is produced, connected to it. He produced Predators, too. So, I liked Predators. It was okay, but I it was I told wasn't you, great. Predators was good until. Uh, who's the guy from The Matrix? Oh, uh, Morpheus. Until Fat Morpheus <laughs> showed up. <laughs> yeah. Fat like, Morpheus fucked that movie. Fat Morpheus shows up, he's like, 
I've been on this planet for like 12 years. I've been eating nothing but ding-dongs and ho-hos. Stored <laughs> yeah. away in the spaceship's compartment. It seriously was, man. Like, dude is so busy hiding in air ducts that he just doesn't have time to do cardio. And, and what was so dumb was he was like, he was like, all right, here's these dudes that have like a, this cool uh, equipment. I could work with them or I could trap them inside of the spaceship compartment and light a fire that yeah. the predators are all going to see and then I'll finally die. Yeah, it's like, this is your chance to possibly get off the planet. And he's like, no, I've accepted my life here, talking to this blanket. And uh, <laughs> and uh, this is this is as good as it gets. So, yeah, you know, there was, I think there was, like, a deleted scene where he asked them, he's like, hey, uh, are there, like, Twinkies where you come from? And they're like, no, man, Twinkies went out a long time ago. So yeah, like, it. Uh, the company, company went bankrupt. No! <laughs> You're all gonna die. I'm just gonna live here. I'm just gonna be a predator sex slave. Wouldn't it be I awesome mean, if Morpheus showed up in like Princess Leia's slave bikini? I mean, that's basically that's basically what they had like the original Predator doing down in like that. So there's like a Predator spaceship, and like the original Predator looking dude is like tied up for seemingly no reason through the whole movie until they set him free. That's true. It's like what what did they have to him just like tied up for? There's no reason. Well, no, they said that the uh, the bigger predators, there's like more than one version. The bigger ones hate the smaller ones. Right. So why didn't they just like kill him off or torture him or so show him that he hated him or something? Instead, he just has him tied up, just kind of hanging out. Well, you know, plot device. He's like, he's like, let the gimp out of the box. Brr. Oh, um, here's some here's some more Thunderdumps for you. Mm-hmm. So they had this that big Superman Man of Steel panel this weekend. Okay. And nothing really baked him of it, except the director, Zack Snyder, did admit that when Superman fought Zod in the city, he said it did kill about 5,000 people. That's it? What do you mean that's it? Like, 9-11 killed like 2,000, dude. Yeah, but that was just two buildings. Well, that's man, what I'm and, saying. And, so. and nobody knew it was going to happen. Everybody knew that, that the aliens were in town. I it's mean, time to go get, like, under your school bunkers. How much did you want the body count to be? I, to have the director to admit that Superman basically killed 5,000 people, I thought that was pretty big. I see. I think that's a conservative estimate. People were after the movie. People were like the real geeks. Were like, all right, he they took out this many buildings, uh, and the city had not been evacuated. So they were estimating that he that like millions went down. Dude, 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 dude. The city had not been evacuated. Please, aliens took over all the TV stations and said, "We're gonna fucking kill you." <laughs> ah, if Superman ah, does not show up, it's like we have the power to take over your TV, but not to get a clear signal. <laughs> adjust, <laughs> adjust your antennas, please. So, uh, dude, I ain't going to work that day. You can't fucking pay me enough. Well, I just sit would- at home and watch Zod TV. Exactly, but you're not going to do it in Metropolis where the spaceship is right on top of. Yeah, you're not going to work, dude. Those were those were corporation buildings. Those weren't townhouses. So, let me, yeah, let me they tell probably you. only killed 5,000. I ain't going to work the day fucking Zod is going to fight Superman. I'm going to watch it on Zod TV at home <laughs> with a beer. Like, I'm not going to work. Like, oh, I'm sick, boss. Sorry. Zod TV's right. on. In, in, I'm, I'm, in I'm the might, movie. I might go to Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> I might go to Buffalo Wild Wings. They got bigger screen televisions there or some mm-hmm. hot wings and watch it with my friends, maybe. So maybe if, if Zod punched Superman through a Buffalo Wild Wings, the body count's higher than 5,000. But otherwise, I think the number's dead on. No way. Dude, let me do it. There's more there's more than 5,000 people in one gigantic skyscraper in that in that movie. But no like, one's right. in the skyscrapers. Who goes to work when the world's going to end? 
that's the thing is the movie showed you that the the Daily Planet and other people are just like hanging out like it's a normal day. No, no, no. It's different. A planet. The, you just talked about a news media company. That's different. Those guys, they got to fucking go to work. You know, like the cops were at work that day. You know, newspapers are at work that day. That's different. Normal people with normal jobs, fuck it. They ain't going anywhere. They're not going to work that day. Yeah, but they're but dude, but they didn't evacuate. Let me tell you. All right, so so uh, so it was the one year anniversary of Superstorm Sandy uh, up here in New York City, which like wiped the city clean, like uh, literally with this yeah. torrential downpour, and a bunch of people died, and we're still recovering, et cetera, et cetera, from tw- from 2012. Uh, uh, if there was some kind of any kind of crazy major emergency, the city gets evacuated. There's like evacuation zones, and everybody knows up here in New York City that like, okay, when it's serious time, you get out of the city because we're an island, and if they shut down the bridges, you're trapped. Yeah. So everybody leaves, and I'm just saying, like in a major city like Metropolis, which is basically New York City with a different name, everybody would have gotten the hell out of town and gone stay with like their mother, like in upstate New York. Right. So why were they still there? Because not- if- some people are dumb. That's why the 5,000 people died, and everyone else survived. That's why the body count was low, because the smart people left. I'm just saying, like, when I was watching, I was like, oh, my God, people are still in those buildings. They did not evacuate. And, and all right, so I'm just saying it was a conservative estimate. Well, if you're going to go by that, then you really also have to admit, too, that Shia LaBeouf and the Transformers <laughs> killed a shit ton of people in Transformers 3 in, in Chicago because those buildings were going down, too. And even though the Decepticons took over the city, you could say, oh, they didn't evacuate them in time. So, well, uh, you know. You just, you, just, you just admitted to watching Transformers 3. I did. I'm not going to make the mistake again, though. <laughs> I'm not going to make the mistake. Well, the other thing they admitted was they said... Everyone was so upset that Superman killed Zod, and they're like, you guys don't know what Superman is. They said people have been, uh, they have have a misconception of Superman based on the Christopher Reeve movies and the mm. TV show. They said Superman's actually killed Zod in the comics a couple times. Mm. Like, Superman does kill people in the comics. He doesn't look to do it, you know, and he's not like Batman that swears he won't do it, but they said Superman has killed people. So they said it was totally conceivable that he would kill Zod. They said he killed Zod twice in the comics. Can we can we just agree that that how, when he killed Zod that scene was just lame as hell. It was, and lame. there should have been a much better way. Yeah, it was it was dumb, and those people was, should have moved out of the way of the heat beam coming at him. Right, it's like, hey guys, there's a heat beam that's gonna kill you right there. Why don't you just yeah. stand there and not do anything? Yeah, Superman's like, I can't hold his face any longer from burning you. And they're like, oh, we want to see how this plays out. I think Superman can stop him. What do you think? That's <laughs> <laughs> well, fine. Let's see what happens. I mean, all right, so maybe they're in shock. You know, maybe they're just scared out of their minds, and they're just like, maybe if I just sit here, everything will be okay, whatever. But Superman could have put it like his his hand in front of Zod's eyes. He could have elbowed him in the head. He could have done anything else to kill Zod. Instead, he's just like, click, you know, like like the neck breaker. That is just like the lamest thing you could ever do to kill someone off uh, in in any movie or TV show. Uh, I don't know, man. I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> I thought it was like, lit. I was, oh, like, I, was like, I was just hoping it would open the floodgates and Superman would start snapping necks <laughs> all the time. Or even better, ripping throats like MacGruber does. MacGruber! All right, so uh, what, here's, here's my advice for the next movie. All right, 
watch any kind of movie or TV show with death in it that's not Law & Order SVU. Even even that show, when they killed Justin Bieber, it was at least, like, like a decent death where he was, like, shot a million times. It was mm. kind of memorable. I mean, like, well, like, watch Mars Attacks, where every single death is, like, crazy memorable, and they go to, like, such ridiculous uh, uh, ways to show, like, you new and, and desperate, crazy deaths. Can I just say for the record how awesome a movie that MacGruber is? I've yet to see it. Oh, Chad, go see MacGruber. All right. Well, I guess you can't go see it because it hasn't been in the movie theater. <laughs> it was in the movie theater for one week three years ago. Wow. Um, no, go watch MacGruber. Please, please right. go watch MacGruber. You will fucking love it. All right. The you last. Love it's way better than Man of Steel. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh, a, lot of, a, lot, a lot of things are better than Man of Steel. So um, the last thing I want to talk about is suddenly the floodgates have opened on comic book characters coming to uh not tv let's say but coming to netflix oh yeah we kind of buried the lead on this one <laughs> yeah so so i just want i just want to read off the list of of characters that are going to get their own series daredevil jessica jones iron fist luke cage and then they're going to come together after their own series to to like do a movie called the defenders Right, even though none of them were actually members of the Defenders, I don't think. Right, but it's like the Avengers, where like nobody cares. Yeah, everybody's been, everybody's done it at one point or another. Yeah. No, and uh, and DC's got Our Man is coming to the CW. What's that? This dude can see an hour into the future. Oh right. It's kind of like Nick Cage's power, but better. <laughs> By 58 minutes. I think Cage could only look two minutes into the future in that shitty movie. Mm-hmm. This guy's got an extra 58 minutes. So Cage is... Somewhere Nick Cage is like, Fuck! Oh, <laughs> so much better. Oh. Well, see, dude, if I could look into an hour in the future, it'd be so boring. It'd be like, Well, there's me an hour in the future, and I'm uh, browsing Reddit and uh, looking on Facebook, just like I am now. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> Well, I just never know. But um, yeah, so I I think it's awesome, and it's and it's you say it's coming to television, but it's not. It's coming to Netflix, exactly. Which is not so, on television, so it's gonna be better. Exactly. So, you know, and what they'll probably do, which is great, because this is like what you need to do now, is uh, they'll probably release it just all at once, just like blah, barf yeah. it all out, all thirteen episodes. So you can watch it in one go. I'm pumped for the Daredevil. You know, Ben Affleck killed it. Mm-hmm. I mean, no wait, not, not in a, a good, good way. way. <laughs> not in a good way. Killed the franchise. He raped um, it. Destroyed it. Like I said, it was basically a music video for Evanescence. Right. Oh, Wake God. it up. Baby, back is on. Or whatever the fuck they're saying. I, don't, I can't remember anymore. But. I don't even know, but it's more just like, every time you say Daredevil, I think I think uh, Seesaw Fight. Oh, my God. The Daredevil and Electra on the Seesaw fighting the playground. Shoot me now. Yeah, I guess, I mean, the one good thing that came out of it is Daredevil married Electra in real life. Oh, that's so, interesting. They've got like three kids now. See, I always thought Michael Clark Duncan as the as the kingpin was gonna rock, but eh, I like him know, as the I, kingpin. I thought he I thought he was okay, but he's so Michael Clark Michael Clark Duncan that I just couldn't mm-hmm. get around that. That's you know, like, like how Daredevil took him out by just kicking his knees really hard. Ex- and that uh, was cool because he's a big fat man, you know. So it's like, yeah, if you took his knees out, be like, fuck, I'm fat, <laughs> and falls over. So I thought that was pretty cool. Can I, oh, can I just I, want to go on the street and lay on my back until some big dude walks by and I'm like, oh, wow, and just kick both their <laughs> knees <laughs> and just see what they do. Ah, bitch. Yeah, but they probably fall on me. Well, hey, like, hey oh, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was more that he shattered a window and that the rain coming was plip-plopping on, uh, on Michael Clark Kingpin's face. Yeah, and he's like, yeah. aha, I see you with my ears now. 
Wait, what if, now what would have happened if you wore a raincoat? We have not seen him. What's that? Sorry, I just blew your mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, so <laughs> and, and I, I'm Skype. excited. I'm excited for a Daredevil TV show. I like Daredevil. I think it's cool. Um, I think they could do him cool. I think that if they gave him this 13 episode run, it help establish his character um, and be cool enough that maybe after that, maybe then they could put him into a movie. And if not, whatever. I just think Daredevil could be fun. You know what? Make if they make Daredevil into like what they redid with uh, She-Hulk, which is all right. I don't want to see. Uh, Daredevil, the character. I want to see Matt Murdock. I want to see Matt Murdock, uh, private eye, or excuse me, like attorney for hire. And I want to see him, like, you know, like defend various superheroes and have it be like a murder mystery show, like, like SVU, but like superheroes. Like, and Powers did that, and She Hulk has done that. And it's way more interesting than, like, I am the knight, but I can't see, but I can sort of see with my ears and my super smelling. Oh, I like that idea. I like I like uh, Daredevil as Batman. I it's, he's already kind of like Batman, except he's like more of like a ninja. I want to see him as like the superhero lawyer, because not since Birdman have we like seen that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't want it to be funny though. No, no, it doesn't have to be funny. It could be really, really dark and serious. But like, I don't give a crap about Daredevil. You know, we already had Batman. No, I like Daredevil. I sometimes people would be like killing him, choking him out. I'd be like, I don't even fucking care. Go ahead. <laughs> it's like go ahead and kill me. <laughs> And be like, what? And so he'd be sitting there, like he'd be get like almost dead, and he'd be like, "Do I wanna? Do I wanna live? Okay, mm-hmm. I do." And then he'd kill the guy, or you know, fight back and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I think it'd be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the last thing I have to talk about uh, was this. I'm pumped for Amazing Spider-Man Two. <laughs> right, all right, it's actually looking good, man. Two two villains leading us up to uh, uh, six villains in number three. I really, I really felt like they should have gone Sinister Six for number two, and then like Carnage or something for number three. Oh, they've already greenlit number four, so that could still happen. Damn. So, but here's what I'm excited for. Jamie Foxx is playing Electro. Yeah. And he just said in this interview that I just read an hour ago that when he was doing Electro, he actually channeled Mr. T from <laughs> from Rocky Three when he played yeah. Clubber Lang. And he was like, I was going with like an attitude. And he's like, I remember watching Rocky Three and Clubber Lang. He was a bad man. When he was mm. like insulting Rocky and then he insulted Adrian. Oh, he's yeah. Like, yo, yo, woman. Yo, woman, you want to be the real man? And he was like totally like, and he was like, oh, man, that's just, that's just, that's not nice. <laughs> so he said that he kind of channeled some of that into Electro. And all I could hear, I mean, I just, you know, I totally just jumped way past that. And all I could picture is Electro as Mr. T. Yes. Mr. T. I was like, fuck Jamie Foxx. Mr. T should be Electro. <laughs> ah, a pitiful. Oh. I mean, that would be awesome. Spider-Man, you got nothing. I want to see Mr. T. Fuck Jamie Foxx. I want to see Mr. T be Electro. Can you imagine Word. that shit? All right. Well, well I want to see it. I want no, dude. I want to. You know what? I, what I want to see. I, I'm just calling it the inevitable Rocky Three Spider-Man Two mashup, where they give Mr. T Electro powers. I'm just. I just want. I mean, to be honest, like I wish I was friends with Mr. T. <laughs> I love Mr. D. He's awesome. He's the Mr. man. Mr. D's great. He's he's legit too. If you uh, one of the, some of the best parts of the uh, the Hulk Hogan um, uh, biography uh-huh. uh, autobiography is when he's talk about talking about Mr. T. 
Because, like, when when he was, like, going around, going on talk shows with Mr. T to promote Rocky III. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, um, and uh, like they, they would start to talk about, like, hey, is wrestling really fake? Mr. T would, like, start dropping F-bombs and, like, get in their faces and be like, Don't you understand who this is? This is Hulk Hogan. He's the champion of the world. You can't insult him. Mm-hmm. And the Hulk I... would be like, Hulk would be like oh, c- calm down, T. Calm down. It's cool. Man, I love Mr. T. I remember, God, this is, like, I probably was, like, four or something. But, like, when Rocky III came out, Stallone, Hogan, and Mr. T were all promoting it. And uh, they were all, like, they showed this video of them, like, working out together. And they're running up this hill mm-hmm. with, like, some some trees around it and stuff. And Mr. T just whooped both their asses up the hill. <laughs> like, just whooped them up the hill. Like, oh, yeah. Hogan, he's a big wrestler. And Stallone, who gives a shit about him? Uh, but Mr. T was, like, in much better shape than the both oh. of them. I mean, like, dude, like, the whole Rocky Three genius movie... Uh, I, I watched it like last year, and the whole beginning it starts out with like Rocky is like living like the good life, and he's such like a rich man now, and like they just go through like great lengths to show you that like he just wears nice clothing, and he and he just breaks down in tears when he finally realizes that that like his coach and his promotion team are like actually like didn't let him fight like a real fight since he uh, won the champ, yeah, he, lost he won the his, championship, lost his heart, lost his fire. Yeah, exactly, and 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 he's just like, "What do you mean? What do you, what do you mean? I'm a paper champ." He's like, "Yeah, you're a paper champ, Rock. You actually it's, really suck." It's like, but but I mean, I fought Glass Joe. Like <laughs> I fought. I mean, what about my last fight against Von Kaiser? Yeah, <laughs> that wasn't good enough. Like, no, Rock, no, those guys are assholes. Yeah, we we uh we totally ducked the Sandman. Didn't didn't let you fight Super Macho Man. Exactly, and so and then and then he takes out Clubber Lang, and the montage going up to the first fight with Clubber Lang, you were like, Rocky is dead. Mr. T is going to kill him because the yeah. intense look on on Mr. T's face as he's doing the whole workout, he's like, this man could kill you, and he's going to yeah. eat you, and everything Mike Tyson said he was going to do, he's going to do right now. And Stallone's like, well, you know, I fought Bronze Bull. They're like, you only fought the first one. You didn't fight Bronze Bull the second time. He's much harder. He's much harder the second time. <laughs> They're like, oh, but, but I fought Don Flamenco. I telegraphs everything he does. He's the easiest guy in that round. Yeah, you can fucking see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about King Hippo? <laughs> he's, he's, got got a big, he's got a big X where you're supposed to hit him, stupid. <laughs> he doesn't wear a belt. <laughs> we just <laughs> he's from the special olympics we just let him in because we yeah. felt bad yeah. yeah you're fucking soft rocky you fucking jog around with pink sweatpants now in a pink hoodie you're serious you don't even climb the steps anymore you just trail that fat guy on a bike <laughs> like, oh but in rocky four i chased a chicken around moscow like i was training in russia <laughs> oh man yeah, so, uh, uh, but yeah, I, I fucking love T, and I love Rocky Three. But Rock, you know, pff, cl- bring back Clubber Lang. I want to see the Clubber Lang TV show where every single time he just does a montage and whoops on somebody. That's it. I mean, we have to remember too, also, like when Stallone fights Hogan, and Hogan is called Thunderlips mm-hmm. in that movie. Like that's fucking awesome. Like Hogan beats the shit out of him. <laughs> Well, he's giant. I mean, that was like old Hogan, like roid, roided up Hogan. Yeah. Where he's just so much more beefy because, because you know, it's legal to take steroids back then. Yeah. Uh, so why not, as he admitted in his autobiography. Uh, yeah, he's just but, a giant man. But, yeah, but so Rocky thinks they're going to have a fake fight, and Hogan thinks it's real. 
And I was like, when when you watch it, you almost wish that like Hogan did actually fight him for real, and and Sylvester Stallone, the actor, was like totally caught off guard. Like right before they said action, they're like, yo. Stallone says wrestling is fake and for pussies. <laughs> well, well, and Hogan's well, like, oh, I'm going off script now, <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> well, two, well, two things. So, so number one, uh, Hogan, who is like a babyface in real life, everybody loved him. He plays a heel in that movie, and so you get you get to see like Hogan be a heel, which is well, like that didn't happen until like the WCW days. Well, no, actually, Hogan did start out as a heel in the early '80s. Okay, he was a bad guy at first, and then they flipped him, and then Hulkamania started. So, um, and the second thing is, uh, that actually did, what you were describing did actually happen, uh, somewhat. So, in his autobiography, because I just love the hell of it, um, uh, Stallone wanted realism. He yeah. wanted, like, he wanted to be like, what would actually happen if a boxer fought a wrestler? And there's that famous video of, because uh, they actually staged a fight between um, Andre the Giant and a boxer. Mm-hmm. To be like, wrestling's fake. What would happen if a real legitimate boxer fought him? And Andre the Giant just, just destroys him takes him apart <laughs> it's it's so bad it's like you feel so bad for the boxer who's like kind of like jumping around and kind of jabbing him once or twice and once andre gets his hands on him it's just over it's over now, but but, but well, stallone was like was like hey uh, what would actually happen if you did this move on me and he's like you want me to do this move on you and it's the move that takes him out and he's like yes i do and he legitimately hurt him with the move because he's not a trained wrestler Mm. And and afterwards, Stallone rolls over and he's like, "Did the cameras get it?" And they're like, "Yeah, it's a clear gate." He's like, "Ugh!" And I don't know if he shattered ribs or what his injuries were, but like he was hurt. Now I will say I got to flip this argument a little bit and say that we have seen a boxer versus a wrestler, mm-hmm. and the boxer crushed the wrestler. Now which but, one was this? This was um, WWE, uh, like during the Attitude Era. They had mm-hmm. they they had this boxing promotion going on where the wrestlers oh, yeah. legitimately legitimately boxed each other for real. That wasn't scripted, mm-hmm. and they kept going through all these rounds until the final boxer was going to fight Butterbean. Right, and and, but, and and Butterbean is the notorious knockout champion. Yeah, so the guy that did it, he was he was like a tag team dude. Um, he used uh, I fucking forget. It. He was like a country dude. He wore like jeans to the ring. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he he was the he was the WWE knockout champ, and he fights Butterbean, and I, and my friends and I bought this pay per view, and wow. Butterbean knocked him unconscious in like eleven seconds. It was just it was just one hit, and he was done. Yeah, he was done. In fact, he looked like such a wuss that the WWE couldn't even bring him bring him back into wrestling. Nope, because it just it destroyed his image. Yep. So they got rid of him. But now I will say though, in his defense, he tried to box Butterbean. If he just tried to drop kick him, <laughs> or something like that, like if you fight a boxer, you don't want to fight a boxer. You just want to like go off the top ropes. Yeah. So he tried to box him. Butterbean knocked him out like right through the ropes, well, and it was over. Well, that whole that whole promotion was terrible. It was like they were they were trying to show that that the wrestlers were actually really tough. And so there's yeah. this whole incentive to, to try this new program where they actually just like had two of the wrestlers get in the ring and just box each other. And it's kind yeah. of no no holds barred because they landed like almost everything because they don't know how to block. And yeah. and uh, Doctor Death, who was getting a big push at the time, was like one of their main one of the main dudes. Yeah, and Wild Man Mark Marrow. Yeah, he was a big guy in there and stuff. So God, yeah. And and what was funny was when they brought in uh, Mike Tyson to mm-hmm. do. Uh, I think it, it was bef- I think it was before that they brought in Mike Tyson and. Uh, 
I think, like, to guest referee something, and at the end of the match, there's a big controversy, and all these dudes are running up onto the stage, and Tyson is taking them out one at a time, boom, one hit, bam, one hit, and then he hits Jake the Snake Roberts, and Jake the Snake Roberts just, like, no-sells it, uh-huh. which is it was totally off script. He's supposed to go down, but he said he, like, no-sells it and starts, like, pretending to box, you know, like, ha-ha-ha, you got nothing on me, and, uh, and he got in so much trouble, but he but he said, like, at the end of the day, he's like, hey, man... Uh, tomorrow, Tyson is out of here, and I have to go impress some people. Like, I, this right. is my job. You can't come into my workplace, you know, and like show me up. Yeah, at that time, Jake the Snake was a fat dump trying to get off of drugs. So. That, that too. No, I mean Mike Tyson. Yeah, he was the guest ref in a WrestleMania, and he punched out Shawn Michaels. Um, he was supposed to be on DX's side, and he, he punched out Shawn Michaels and betrayed him at the end. Mm-hmm. So that was a pretty. They actually inducted Mike Tyson into the WWE Hall of Fame for that. Which which is which is a, sh- a crime that the yeah. Macho Man is not in the Hall of Fame, but Mike Tyson is, and Donald Trump is. Ugh. Yeah, and Macho Man still not in there. But uh, apparently, Hogan Hulk- <laughs> says that Macho Man um, declined several times to be inducted. Well, I mean, they went out on bad terms and stuff. Oh so. yeah, oh yeah. But he is in the mo- most recent video game. So word. I mean, I was kind of waiting for the Ultimate Warrior to, to die. <laughs> because the last thing that the Macho Man did was come back to the WWE and mend fences and promote their new video game, and then he died. Uh, and so the Warrior did the same exact thing. He came back as the Ultimate Warrior, mended, <clears throat> mended fences, promote the video game, and I was like, oh, here it comes. <laughs> He's going to snap into an oak tree. <laughs> Rooting for death. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway. All right, well, uh, that's about all I want to say. Check us out. We are featured on this new and fucking hip up-and-coming website called RageQuitCast.com. I spent a lot of time on RageQuitCast this week instead of doing my work. When my boss wasn't watching. <laughs> I, love the, uh, I love the videos they're doing now. Like, uh, one of their dudes is taking you through Batman Arkham Origins, and it's awesome. Like, obviously, I don't have time to do that, and obviously, I'm not going to be buying a new Xbox, so I'm just going to live through this website and watch them take me through Batman Arkham Origins, and I appreciate it, brother. Exactly. And the, uh, the stable that they're building over there is awesome. Uh, yeah. And we get our own little category. I love it. Yes. Jumpman featured prominently yeah. on RageQuitCast.com. That's right. Dude. We're not just hidden. Right on the front page. We're not hidden away in some little corner that nobody goes to. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you don't have to click a couple times to find us. We are right there at the top, dudes. That's why you got to go to RageQuitCast.com. All right, you can also check us out on uh, LDGeek.com, RetroWareTV.com. We're on iTunes. You can subscribe to our, uh, our weekly free podcast. And um, Don't forget Stitcher Radio, the best <laughs> app, the best mobile app you'd ever want to listen to our podcast. <laughs> Subway, eat fresh. <laughs> Rock over London. Rock on Chicago, yeah. blockbuster video. Wow, what a difference. Oh, that's funny that you'd say that since they're officially dead now. I know, I know. Jan- January 1st, they're like closing all the rest of their stores except for the mom and pop owned ones. You see, when they when they got like bought out a few years ago, it was like they went into like hospice, you know what I mean, yeah. for a time. And now they're finally like, sorry, blockbuster, we're taking you. We're pulling the plug. You never know, though. MySpace is coming back. My pla- MySpace is not coming back. It is coming back, dude. They tried to rebrand it, whatever. It's It's tainted. I'm not saying I'm going to reactivate my account, but <laughs> I'm saying MySpace is coming back. They can bring it back all they like. You know what Microsoft's new CEO is rumored to do? He's he's what? going to uh, sell off um, uh, the Xbox division because it's just hemorrhaging money. Uh, and Bing, he's going to get rid of Bing too. He calls it he calls it a distraction. 
just switch MySpace to MyNakedSpace.com, <laughs> and I'm I'm back on. What? I'm right there with you. Yeah. Yep. I just I just want um, the teenagers are leaving Facebook, uh, so who knows what will be next? But um, all us old old folks and our parents can enjoy Facebook as it slowly crashes and burns and gets more ad laden. Well, Twitter and Instagram are much bigger now, so. Well, Twitter just just went on the stock market, man. So it's like the beginning yeah. of the end. I I fear. Well, Instagram added fifteen second videos, so that's all you need now. It's like Vine Vine Plus. No, Vine's dead now because they only had seven. <laughs> you only need Fuck seven. You, Vine. No, fifteen, way cooler. Ah. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right. Uh, I'm going to go eat a Hot Pocket. All right. Peace out. Hot Pocket. We'll see you later. Jump now. Engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand. One shall fall.